Through Glass, the podcast, and I am your host, like you heard, Dr. Dana C. Brown. The title of today's episode is The Myth of Perfection. Yeah, I said it. The Myth of Perfection. And remember, this season is all about bringing you raw episodes with some amazing storytelling, and at the core, some tidbits on how to really get your ish together. Why? Because I had to get my ish together to be able to show up as the best version of myself. Now, full transparency, let me tell you that this episode is delayed, not denied, but delayed. Why? Because I was caught up in that myth of perfection. Yeah, me I still battle every single day with that mindset piece where I want to get it just right. And I knew the title of the episode. I was jotting down and and kind of really mapping out the the plan of the 
things I wanted to share. I do have some amazing interviews and conversations coming up, but I wanted the first couple of episodes to allow those of you who are new to me to get to know me a little bit more. And it was in one of those recent conscious conversations that sparked this particular episode. And so I want to give a big shout out to DC Gomez. Our conversation will be on the platform soon, so definitely make sure that you tune into that. But it was something that she said that as I said in it, even days after, even today, and having another conversation with one of my great sister friends, uh, Robin West, it really hit home with me. And I thought, okay, I'm going to have to talk about this. And what DC said as we concluded the, the discussion, and I was just sharing a little bit about myself and, and, and how kind of goofy and dorky and, and how I see myself as anything but perfect, she said something that really hit home to me. And it made me dig a little bit deeper as to the why I felt the way I felt, why I was thinking the way I was thinking, and what I was going to actually do about it. So she said to me, she said, Dina, you know, you show up too perfect. I don't think people, you know, when they see you, you know, Dr. Dina is a little too perfect. Now, she didn't say that negative. It wasn't meant to be anything that was a teardown. We were having some authentic conversation about some of our own experiences. And I was sharing with her some of my truths. And I was sharing with her, I've been through some things, you know. I said, I've been divorced twice. I've had to file for bankruptcy. I've had all of these things. I felt like a horrible mom. I was going through all that. And she's looking like, what? And she said, you know, you make things look easy. And I said, what? And as she said that, it took me a moment to begin to really process it and to break it down and to ask myself some tough questions as to why the thought of being perfect or thought of being perfect was a trigger for me and why there's a myth to perfection and I strive every day to progress and not let perfection get in the way and to instead seek progress. I can't say that I'm 100% successful every day, but I work every day to get better at that. So in our particular conversation, I sat and just had to digress for a moment. And I thought, wow, really, me? And then I start to ask myself, why was it so surprising that someone would think of or consider me to be something more than I thought of myself? And then again, that heifer, that imposter bully, I realized that I needed to go have some conversations with her and dig a little bit deeper into my I am story and my I am journey and realize that it did make me feel uncomfortable for someone to think that things came easy to me or that I was perfect or to put me on a pedestal and that I might not overtly say anything to the effect of, you know, no, that's not me. But I realized that I would go and internalize that and the feeling of shock and surprise still will reverberate through my system when someone presented me with accolades based on what I think, 
on what may I've done and maybe even my experiences. And so that myth of perfection is, is just that it's really a myth. And I wanted to have a conversation today with all of you about why do we feel we need to be perfect? Why do we compare ourselves with others who show up or present themselves or who we consider to be perfect? And what relationships are we perhaps not allowing and we're discrediting because we think that that other person may be perfect or we might think that we are too good for those. And so as I've been sitting into that, I had to kind of, again, ask myself, you know, some hard questions about my journey and my story. And and when um, DC shared that with me, I, okay, I was triggered a little bit. And I was triggered because when she said, you know, Dr. Dina, Dr. Brown, she shows up perfect. It took me back to 2007, 2008 when I got my PhD. And I remember that I didn't want to tell people that I had a doctor. I didn't want to tell them I had a PhD because this might sound shocking. I was a little ashamed. I worked hard and I was ashamed to feel, you know, proud of all my hard work. And I'm going to tell you that it was hard. Not just hard because the schoolwork wasn't hard for me, but the part of the story that many may not know is that on that journey is that I started the PhD program when my son was one years old. And so I had to leave him every summer with my family while I went to do my residential. I had to skip out on some mommy and me times. I had a great network that while I was doing coursework would take them away for the weekends. I was trying to juggle being a mom. And for part of that season, um, being a single mom, geographically single, my ex-husband was in the military, and really realizing that all the guilt that I was piling on myself in layers that, you know, did I, was I choosing a career or academics over my child, especially when you have a small child? But when I made the decision to do the program, I knew that I decided to do it while he was young so that I could really be present and that we could have a better life when he was, when he was older. But anyway, I, the sacrifices that I endured monetarily, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all the sacrifices that went into me achieving that amazing accomplishment, after I finished, I felt ashamed. And now as I think back on it, I realize that I wasn't ashamed of accomplishing something such as uh, an advanced degree, it was the look in people's eyes when they realized that I had a PhD and more so when they had to call me Dr. Brown. 
So for many years, I didn't tell people I had a PhD. They found out on their own and they were always so shocked. Like, oh, we didn't know that. Because I felt as soon as they knew, they would talk funny, that they would treat me differently. And then I started to dig in deeper like, okay, did this feeling start then? I'm trying to think how old was I, in my 30s? Or did it start much earlier? When I started having some conscious conversations with myself, I said me and half I had to have a sit down. And I realized that those feelings of shame, those feelings that I was experiencing were fueled by emotions and experiences of my past. I've always been what you would call a smart child. I've always been fascinated with learning. I've always been excited about anything to do with school. My mom used to tell the story that I would cry if I was sick and she wouldn't let me go to school. That was true. But I remember growing up, not only in my household, but outside of my household, being ridiculed for being smart. Being told that you think you're better than everybody else. Or if I was excited about some new concept or idea or book that I was reading, Again, being ridiculed for loving learning. So those feelings didn't start later on. They actually started earlier on, which actually happens when we're talking about our narrative, our story, and you know those myths of perfection. And so when people made fun of the fact that I was smart, I did what only any self-respecting young girl would do. I had to be super smart and prove I was smart and say smart things and know smart words to the fact that even when I didn't know, I had to pretend and I had to find out and I stressed myself out and by the time I was 16 years old, I had multiple ulcers because I didn't know what I didn't know but that myth of perfection is I, I didn't ask anyone because if I did, then they would think that I wasn't as smart as they thought I was. And then that would mean I wasn't as smart. It was a horrible, vicious cycle. One that we often replicate or that earlier on in my career, I actually replicated. I would spend countless hours researching and looking into something when I probably could have spent five minutes going to ask someone for the answer or some some support but that myth of, per of perfection that if I do that it would change the way that they thought and though even though I didn't tell people that I had a PhD or they found out later once they did and they treated me differently it actually exacerbated the situation because I actually even had someone say this to me when I asked the question don't you have a PhD? Shouldn't you know that? So what did I do? Like any respectful PhD would do, I burrowed back in to my chrysalis and I did not seek outside support or help or anything like that. And so I carried on this whole myth that in order to be respected, in order to 
secure certain roles in order to be respected at a certain level that I had to always show up with my ducks in a row and knowing everything that I needed to know. And that's a lie. That's a lie and the devil can take it back and burn it up in the pits of hell. And so this particular episode, I want to leave you with a couple of things. Is that if you want to make that shift, if you want to begin to reframe and not get caught up in that perfection paralysis, I'm going to encourage you to just move. To just put it out there. To just do something. Is this the perfect episode that I thought it was going to be? Absolutely not. But as I sat and labored over which word and how I was going to say this and what I was going to say about that and how I was going to pull it all together, guess what? Sunday turned into Monday. Monday turned into Tuesday. And so what I decided today was I was just going to move. I was going to just share and be raw. And I, I was going to do one thing to get me to the next one thing to get me to publishing this particular episode. And so I wanted to share the fact that there is a myth to perfection. There is no such thing. But, but you can be perfectly imperfect and own your truth and your I am story and the journey that comes with it. So I can now proudly stand in front of anyone and raise my hand and say, hello, hi, I am Dr. Brown, and be very proud of that fact because I work damn hard. And it's something to be proud of, not to be ashamed of. And if someone treats me different and someone else feels intimidated, then that's their monkey and they're going to have to carry it. Because I'm going to show up unapologetically as myself. That's quirky. That's, you know, somewhat of a fabulous dork. And I say that in the, the kindest, most lovable way. But that's the best version of me. But what it took for me to debunk that myth of perfection was to get real with me and own my I am story, my I am journey and to ask myself some really tough questions to ask myself to ask myself each and every single time who are you right now in this season who are you who are you and I want us Again, give a special shout out for DC Gomez for saying that because I didn't even realize how much I was oblivious to my own level of genius because I had been playing small. I had been shortchanging myself. I didn't even think people were even really listening to me. Now, Walking Through Glass, the podcast has well over 5,000 downloads, and I haven't even really just heavily promoted it. And why not? There's another backstory to that, too. All tied into this 
piece of, do people even really want to hear what I have to say? Is what I say, does it matter? And earlier I had an amazing conversation with my sister, friend, Robin West. And she just said something that nearly brought me to tears. Long story short as possible, it was that when you speak and you're sharing and you're, and you're inspiring and you're providing, you know, these lives and you're having these conversations, she said, I admire you and I'm inspired by you. Here's a woman that I actually look up to. Here's a woman that our meeting is definitely of divine connection. But I never knew that what I was saying and what I was doing was truly and authentically touching the lives of the women that I'm called to serve in the manner which I had hoped to be serving. That's one thing. Number two, what I also learned is that by me playing small and being quiet and not sharing my story. See, people were thinking that I was perfect, but I was thinking that I didn't matter. I was thinking that, and when I say I didn't matter, not that I didn't matter to me, that no one really cared what I had to say. And usually when I was doing a Facebook Live or even when I first started the podcast, I was talking to me and letting everybody kind of ear hustle in the conversations on how I had to process and deal with all of that tape and all those things that I needed to unlearn. So I decided that this season, I'm gonna end with the same golden nuggets because I think that it bears to be repeating almost like an affirmation whenever you hear one of these particular episodes. And so I leave you with this golden nugget to help you not only finish 2020 strong, but to go last your way into 2021 is to spend some time learning who you really are and unlearn who they told you to be or what your circumstances and situations made you believe about yourself. Make the unconscious conscious by having a real conversation with your fears, question your emotions, and interview your feelings. Find time to get quiet. This week, right now, today, when you listen to this podcast, when you finish it, but after you review, ding, 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 and love on yourself, write down every day, every day, write down one thing that you love about you, the real you, because I believe in you and I challenge you to hold your image, the image that you want to leave as your legacy, not of one of simple success, but one of powerful significance. You truly are the author and the finisher of your divine narrative. You are who you think you are, and the myth of perfection is simply that. A myth. There will always be someone smarter than you, always be someone prettier than you, always be somebody richer than you, always be someone you fill in the blank. 
So guess what, dears? Lovelies, just be the best damn version of you. So say this is what I say to myself every day. Girl, I love me some me. This is what I say every day. I love me some me. And when things have gotten topsy and turvy and turned all upside down, and I'm really looking to see who in my family has bail money because of the day that I have, I go back to, and I actually keep a little mirror on my desk, and I look in that mirror and I say, I love me some me. When I'm feeling like nobody cares, I love me some me. When I'm feeling like nobody wants me or, or that I, I'm, I, I'm sitting outside the circle, I look in that mirror and say, I love me some me. And when you fall madly in love with yourself, watch the world who you're called to serve follow. So I thank you and I appreciate you listening to this episode, this raw episode of Walking Through Glass. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Walking Through Glass, the podcast. Know that you have the power and the authority to transform your situation. So get clear about what you really want, which will lead to you being confident about who you are called to be and allow you to stay consistent on how you are called to serve. Walking Through Glass is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Music Play, and Podbean. We would really appreciate it if you would leave a review and share Walking Through Glass the podcast with bold, brilliant, and beautiful women in your life. Until next time, keep embracing the journey. We are in this together.